Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, September 20th, and we have completed week 37 of 2021. I have two big announcements this week as reminders. Be sure to vote for Travel Enablement, which allows us to provide the keynote address at the Beat Live event being held in New York City on December 7th. You can check out all the details for this at businesstravel360.com, where we've posted the article that we submitted, along with how you can vote for us. The second reminder is that this week is Mental Health and Travel Awareness Week. Working in the travel industry, we have a lot on our mind with the current state of the industry, all the extra rules, and also some continued worries about your job security. This can all take a toll. Ribbon for Travel is an organization that will be featuring events all week long to help you do better. And we suggest that you take a look at their website, ribbonfortravel.com, featuring events that you can participate in at no cost to you. I will be hosting a expert tips on job hunting in the travel industry session on Friday, September 24th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UK time. You can check out all the details at ribbonfortravel.com. Now... Let's get to the headlines. SpaceX launched four ordinary citizens into orbit Wednesday night without any professional astronauts along for the ride, an unprecedented feat in the history of spaceflight. The five-hour launch window for Inspiration4 opened at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, for launch from Launch Complex at the Kennedy Space Center. Sitting atop the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket are four private citizens in a modified Crew Dragon capsule are waiting to start three days of orbiting the Earth, the first time an all-civilian crew will have orbited the planet. Rather than just climbing to the edge of space and returning to land in less than an hour, as Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin recently did, Inspiration4 will circle the Earth and do so in a higher orbit than the International Space Station. This is truly remarkable. ARC says that with the higher spread of COVID-19, ARC-accredited travel agencies saw air ticket revenue decline by 20% in August compared to July. Total agency sales for the month were $3.2 billion, down from $4 billion in July. You can check our analysis of the ARC report at businesstravel360.com slash report. The business travel and group meeting sector in the U.S. economy in 2020 missed out on $211 billion in revenue because of the pandemic and will miss out on plenty more in the coming years. This is according to a new U.S. Travel Association and Tourism Economics Project. Before we get whole in 2024, says Tourism Economics President Adam Sachs, we would have lost $522 billion in spending. He added that international business travel losses will add another $77 billion to the total. The transient travel Travel and group sector of the economy in 2019 generated $270 billion in direct travel spending, supporting 4 million U.S. jobs. Fewer than two-thirds of U.S. business travelers have definitive plans for air travel within the next year. This is according to a OAG survey of more than 1,800 travelers. 
Of the travelers surveyed in July and August, 62% said that their company is planning air travel over the next year. 18% said that their company has not yet specified plans for travel, and 20% said that their company has no plans to return to travel. In addition, 41% said that they expect their company's travel rates to return to pre-pandemic levels in the next 12 months. Federal prosecutors plan to criminally charge a former Boeing pilot they suspected of misleading aviation regulators about safety issues blamed for the two fatal crashes of the 737 MAX. Mark Forkner, who was Boeing's 737 MAX chief technical pilot during the aircraft's development, is likely to face prosecution in the coming weeks. In his former role, Forkner served as the plane maker's lead contact with the FAA for how pilots should be trained to fly the new jet. A Justice Department spokesperson declined to comment. Boeing also declined to comment on the story. You can read all about our opinion on the 737 MAX by visiting our website and looking at businesstravel360.com slash 737. There you'll see all the resources dedicated to this conversation, and we ask you to get educated about this topic, as you can see from the news that the situation is about to get worse. And now I'd like to share with all of you my experiences with National Rent-A-Car. I really believe that National Rent-A-Car is the best of both worlds. As a business traveler, I always want to be able to book whatever car I want and drive whatever car I need at that moment in that city, depending on where I'm going and what I need to get done. From a company standpoint, the company always wants to spend the least amount of money as possible. With National Rent-A-Car, you can actually book a mid-sized car and allow your traveler to take any car off the lot. That is the most perfect situation that you can ever have. And you'll save money doing it and keeping your travel happy. So make sure you use them and make sure you use them all the time. And now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. United Airlines is well on its way to having the most vaccinated workforce among large U.S. airlines. Following the threat of unpaid leave for unvaccinated staff who lack a waiver, nearly 90% of United's more than 84,000 staff members have gotten at least one jab. On Thursday, the VP of HR, Kate Gebo, told staff that nearly 20,000 workers had uploaded vaccine cards since United mandated COVID-19 inoculations in August. Earlier this month, the airline added the requirement of unpaid leave for those who did not receive their first shot by September 27th. In similar news, when Delta Airlines announced that they would raise insurance premiums for those who did not get the COVID-19 vaccine, many questioned if the policy would affect their workforce. The result was more employees getting inoculated and zero turnover. Delta's chief health officer, Dr. Henry Ting, said nearly 20% of the 20,000 unvaccinated employees elected to get the shot after the policy was announced on August 25, 2021. While the airline has not made vaccines mandatory, they were among the first airline to announce anyone joining the airline would be required to get one of the approved shots prior to their first day. In addition, no employees have left their employment with the airline due to the policies. More than 16 months into the COVID-19 pandemic, the travel industry continues to get creative with the way it is dealing with the virus. Miami International Airport this week announced that it's collaborating with the Global Forensic and Justice Center at Florida International University and American Airlines to install a trial program of the COVID-19 detecting dogs at the airport. The airport will host two dogs for a 30-day pilot program. The dogs are potentially able to immediately detect and alert to the virus in public places. The virus, according to FIU, causes metabolic changes in a person, produces compounds excreted by the person's breath and sweat, which allows the dogs to alert to the virus. The two dogs will be stationed at airport security, the same place that the TSA has traditionally deployed canines. 
Saddled with $1.5 billion in debt and navigating a corporate travel recovery burdened by the stubborn pandemic, CWT CEO Michelle Freimeyer has said that the company's capital structure is a top priority since taking that position in May. The fate of CWT in recent months has been the topic of speculation among corporate travel industry insiders. On Wednesday, CWT put some theories to rest as it announced an agreement with more than 90% of its debt holders, as well as its equity holders, namely majority owner Carlson Holdings, to restructure, recapitalize, and strengthen their financial position. CWT will eliminate nearly $900 million in debt. The deal will replace its existing $1.5 billion debt burden, which includes its mostly drawn credit facility. Carlson by far was CWT's largest equity holder, though a small minority of debt holders also held stake. The hotel industry in 2021 is projecting to receive $59 billion less in business travel revenue compared with 2019. The decline is on top of the $49 billion decline in business travel revenue in 2020 from 2019. Business travel is the hotel industry's largest source of revenue, and it includes corporate, group, government, and other commercial categories. Some analysts and executives don't expect business travel to reach pre-pandemic levels until 2024. Speaking of that, hotels in Europe that rely on international business travelers face a painfully long wait until recovery that could stretch out to more than four years. Domestic and international leisure spend is likely to recover by 2022, according to hotel data tracker STR. But the latest forecast shows corporate travel will lag considerably. There is no doubt people want to travel, but the question is, will their businesses let them travel? This may seem a little conservative, but we don't have international business travel recovering by 2024 yet. Unvaccinated U.S. travelers will no longer be permitted to enter France. The French government decree issued on Thursday moved the United States as well as Israel from the country's green list down to orange, banning non-essential travel to France for unvaccinated visitors. Beginning Sunday, September 12, only vaccinated visitors will be allowed to visit for vacation. Non-vaccinated travelers can only visit for essential reasons and need a negative COVID-19 test and must isolate for seven days upon arrival. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Elite members of Hilton Honors will once again have their status extended. The Hilton Hotels announced all current members with status will get an automatic extension through March 31st, 2023, while everyone's current point balances will not expire until the end of 2022. With the announcement, Hilton Honors becomes the first major hotel brand to announce a loyalty status expansion for 2022. Finair is reconnecting its network and increasing frequency on key routes for the upcoming winter season as travel rebounds. The airline is increasing its services on its route between Helsinki and London Heathrow and Paris and will offer double daily services to Amsterdam, Munich, Dusseldorf, Berlin and Frankfurt. On its North American routes, the airline will add services to Chicago and will fly daily to New York and three times to Miami and LA from Helsinki. Southwest Airlines is targeting Austin, Texas, and its growing population with nine new nonstop flights from the Texas capital. Southwest, which has been among the largest airlines serving Austin, is adding six new domestic routes from the city with new daily nonstop services to Amarillo, Charleston, Columbus, Midland, and Ontario, California. Alaska Airlines has introduced a new top elite tier beginning at the end of January 2022 as expected, called MVP Gold 100K. The new level requires flying 100,000 qualifying miles or 140 segments in a year, in either case, including a minimum of 24 Alaska Airlines flights. Some of the key benefits include 150% elite mileage bonuses, upgrades clearing starting at 120 hours prior to departure, but with higher priority, and countless other benefits. 
And now in some technology news. BCD Travel has announced a new corporate travel and expense platform designed to create what travel management giant described as a frictionless digital payment experience from trip booking and payment through reconciliation. Available now to clients as an add-on subscription, the new BCD Pay is a suite of solutions that offers functionalities around travel payment, reconciliation, and invoice payment, all of which is among the biggest priorities for corporate travel and spending managers as travel resumes post-COVID. On the payment side, BCD Pay can integrate any form of payment that a corporate client chooses, including physical and virtual cards, into a client's preferred online booking tool. Once loaded, the appropriate form of payment automatically is applied to each booking according to the policy rules engine, which also enables managers to set spending limits and other controls. BCD Pay in the near future will also offer the ability to integrate cards into mobile wallets for in-trip expenses. Expensify is offering users of its corporate payment card up to 2% cashback for all purchases. Expensify clients qualify for the rewards program if they spend a total of more than $25,000 combined across all Expensify cards company-wide in a given month, which will earn 1% cashback for that month. Companies spending a total of more than $250,000 in a month will earn the maximum 2% cashback reward. Concur Expense can now directly integrate business purchases made over the platform of mobility provider Bolt. Estenia-based Bolt operates in 44 markets across Europe and Africa, providing ride-hailing car rental, e-bike, and e-scooter rental. Under the new partnership, those rides and rentals can flow directly into Concur's expense management platform for Concur corporate clients with a Bolt business work profile. TripActions has launched a global VIP offering for its clients with the service operated by its recent acquisition of Reed and McKay. The company says the platform will offer high-end worldwide support paired with a cloud-based technology platform and will be aimed at C-suite leaders and executives. Services offered as part of the platform include corporate jet bookings, incident management, boutique itinerary management, fast-track immigration, and black car service delivered by travel consultants with more than 15 years of experience. Etihad Airways, the national airline of UAE, has signed a multi-year deal with Amadeus. As part of the agreement, Etihad will use Amadeus's Altea NDC and will make its full range of NDC offers available to Amadeus travel sellers. Etihad will also implement Amadeus's PSS suite, including web booking, revenue management and merchandising, data management and passenger servicing solutions. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.